Welcome to another episode of the Stressed Out Dads podcast, where we touch on serious, humorous, and what-if situations that affect dads and men in general. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and this is episode five. And of course, I got my main man, Tim Beecham, my co-host. What's going on, Pippin? Hey, look, man, I was looking over the notes for this episode, and let me tell you, this is going to be a controversial episode. Tell oh, yeah. It, it is. I I agree, and quite a few of our podcasts are going to be controversial episodes, but this one right here, man, it's going to be a big one. Well, this is going to be probably the thus far. I know it's only episode five, and we're just getting our, you know our feet in the water. Yeah, but I think this is probably the second most controversial episode that we've done thus far. I I agree. I th- I think the first was uh four. I was th- I was thinking the first one was episode one, man. Episode one, yeah, it was when my my rights were clearly violated. And my <laughs> First Amendment rights was uh, violated, and I I think a lot of people go go right in when they go back and binge listen to some of these and they hear episode. They're like, man, Timbo, man, I'm feeling this dude, man. His, his First Amendment rights was just clearly violated. Your rights were not violated, man. I didn't take all cuss words off the table, man. Taking anything clearly violates the right, man. I ain't take all your guns. I just took one. It's a violation <laughs> of the right. Man. Well, we can go ahead. We, we can uh, uh, Yeah, we can do this all day, man. We yeah, can do we this can agree that um, you violated my rights, and we, I just have to live with it. I mean, I, I can live with that. You know what I mean? Let, let's just Well, man, I, I'm going to say it like this. As long as you can live with it, brother. Hey, Putin, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's break into this this uh this fiery topic we got today, man. Mm-hmm. Problems that only men deal with. Only men. I don't think they heard you. Uh, could you say that again, please? Problems that only men deal with, brother. Ooh, yeah. man, it's about to go down. It is, man. I want to know. Starting off, man, what's some problems that you as a man deal with? You know something? This is something that I think is going to be controversial, not only with the women, but also with the men. Yeah. We are always expected to be in the mood. You know what I'm saying? Now, a, a young young man listening to this is probably saying, oh, yo, I'm in the mood at the drop of a dime. I'm always ready to go. That's because you're rookie. You ain't got no experience under your belt. That's not disrespecting you, young blood. I'm just saying you just... You ain't got no experience on your belt. Yeah. When you true. got uh bills on the table, you know, kids and, and, and uh all this other kind of stuff, car payments and house notes going on. Yeah. Then you know, you you wanna for me, I like to work hard, I like to play hard. And when the work hard come over, I'm looking at, at uh my girl and it, it just that's where the signals get crossed, you know what I mean? I think right. it's after you've been together a while, the law of familiarity sets in and I think I'm not just going to put it on women. I think sometimes it's on both sides. We take each other for granted. But I know that for me, when I'm in the mood, it's usually some BS going on or hurrying. But when she's in the mood, which you can count on one hand the majority <laughs> of the time, yeah, it's usually like, oh, my God, it's been this long. I, I don't want to end up in divorce court. Let me go ahead and hook this up real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> type, type yeah, of so it, it, yeah, it's laid out like a chore. Yeah, yeah. And no, no, I don't know about, I can't, let me speak for myself. 
I ain't trying to, you know, do my thing. Well, first of all, let me start at the top. I'm 100% go time. Let's get it on. Yeah. The fact that I have to approach the situation. All right, now I'm down around the 80% range, but hey, I'm still in there a little something better than a lot of nothing. Right, right. And then to go in there and have to hear the, ah, okay, well, you know, tonight, you know, now I got to schedule an appointment. So now I'm down around the fifty percent range. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's almost it's really close to zero. Yeah, and I'm like, man. So then when it's finally going down, I, you know, I'm I'm like, man, you know, my stroke game ain't what it used to be. And, and and I think a lot of men aren't suffering from erectile dysfunction. They suffer from not a lot of BS at the crib interfering from point A to point B. That's just my opinion on that subject. Well, man, I'm going to throw this one out on the table to go along with what you just said. We always have to make the first move. I know what you mean by that. We're, we're, okay, let, let, me, let me throw some facts at you right here. A 2011 study found that 94% of women expected to be asked out as opposed to 16% of men. That's a lot, man. I'm surprised it's even that low. It seems like a hundred percent of the time. Now the only time <laughs> a, a woman ever asked me out, I'm, I'm, man, I'm just are we known for putting it out there. Oh yeah, there have been women out that have asked me out back in the day when I was single in the bars, hanging out every every other night. But they looked like they was hitting the face with a bag of gorilla cookies, and I'm like, what the <laughs> hell gives her the audacity to think she can come up to me and ask me out? So the next morning when I looked at her, when we woke up, I was like, yo, you know, you got to go, man. You got to go, man. I'm not doing this no more. Now Wait a have- minute. Huh? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. So she got hit in the face with a bag of Gorilla Cookies, correct? That's what she looked like, yeah. But you, you didn't have no problem taking her home to the crib, huh? That was Jack Daniels, man. That had nothing to do with me. <laughs> that had nothing to do with me. When Jack right, left, okay. when Jack left, I realized the errors of my ways. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just always seemed like that. To, here's where my problem lies. Now we're only on on number two on this list. Oh yeah. My problem is, you hear it everywhere. Even back in the days with the burning of the bras. Equal rights, equal rights. And I have no problem with equal rights. You right. know what I mean? But you you can't pick and choose what's right. If you want equal rights, it has to be all the way across the board. You can't say, I only want equal rights on Mondays and Tuesdays. You can't do True. that. True. I but agree. Equal, I agree. equal rights across the board means you need to ask me out. Or you need to get down on one knee and say, hey, will you marry me? You know what I mean? Which, well, there's nothing wrong with that, I don't think. And why I got to go out. I don't know what it is now. I think you're supposed to spend, what, two or three times your paycheck on a ring is like the another dumb tradition. I mean, that, that's not what I did, but. Oh, that ain't what I did either. I started out with the candy ring. I started <laughs> with the candy ring and matching necklace. I hooked it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just to see how they treat that. And they messed that up. They ate that up, like, in less than 10 minutes. <laughs> now, do you think it would have lasted uh, that long, though, man? No, no, no. <laughs> well, there's a lot of complications that come into it. It used to be, hey, I love you, you love me, let's get a witness, and before God, let's get married and let's do this and let's start right. a family. Yeah. But now we got the marriage license in there, and, and like you said, going out, because um, 
10 men might go up to women. She might reject, you know, nine of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many women coming up to us and we reject them? Not See, a whole the, lot. The system work out a lot better. We might be like, uh, man, look like she got hit in the face with a bag of gorilla cookies, but I'm going to try this out. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, men don't, men don't reject a whole lot of women, man. Because it's not like it's thrown at us all the time, man. You know True. what I mean? So it's um, yeah. we could walk down the street. I could have all my best, you know, outfit. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I never had no woman, like, whistle at me, man. You know? Right, yeah. Or check me out or something like that. Now, there was a couple times I was on a new beach, and it was like, oh, man. You know, you know, but that's a different story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you really just throw that in there, man. Well, that's when I was over at a new beach in, in Asia, and everybody would say, oh, they're going hung low, they're going hung low. And I was like, uh, why do you keep laughing when I tell my stories, man? My bad, man. My bad, brother. Keep it moving. Keep it moving, man. Uh, but anyway, I'm on a new beach over in Asia, and they like, oh, they're going Mr. Hung low. They're going Mr. Hung low. And I'm just, bro, you're doing it again, man. Okay, okay. But anyway, man. That's the only time I ever had, you know, a group of women like, you know, really look at me and pull out the camera and start snapping pictures and stuff. You know what I mean? And, and what did they call you? Uh, Brother Hung Low. <laughs> it's an Asian word. I don't know what it means. I don't, I don't know what it means over there. I never asked for a translation. Right, right, they, right. They call okay. All throughout Asia, they know me as uh, Hung Low. All right, all right, then. <laughs> all right, brother. But didn't you tell me? Didn't you tell me your wife asked you to marry her? You know I ain't tell you that, man. Oh, how y'all? I mean, who popped the question? How'd that happen? I popped the question. I mean, was it romantic? Did you get down on one knee? I mean, how'd you do it? I didn't do the get down on one knee thing. I didn't do that. Um, who was actually sitting on the couch? And I asked him. I mean, was y'all was y'all was it like halftime on the football game? You was like, let me get this in before the. No, no, no. Man, that was so long ago. <laughs> no, we was we was we was sitting on the couch. She was laying on my shoulder, laying her head on my shoulder, and we was we was just talking. And um, I pulled out the ring and I I asked her if she would marry me. And oh she, man, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't uh, get on one knee, but uh, I pulled out the ring. I asked her if she would marry me. She she did her tear up thing and said yes. And oh man, that's sweet. Now let me ask you this: Did when you popped the question, did you feel pressured, or is it something that you decided? Hey, I think it's about time. I I, I put a ring on it. No, I didn't. I didn't feel pressured. No, I, I didn't feel pressured. I think if most men have it, man, they don't see marriage as being that big of a deal. But, but you know, for for uh, uh, me, I re- like I was already married once, but if I ever, ever, ever get married again, which now that I'm older, I'm not opposed to being married. You know, I yeah. just, I, at a young age, I've seen it different. I didn't understand what marriage actually was, if that makes any sense. I just felt like right. uh, my wife and I, we had a, well, she wasn't my wife at the time. We had a beautiful relationship. We had so much in common. And then one day, marriage start coming up. And I'm like, where the blankety blank is this coming from? You know what I mean? And then what it was is that um, all of her friends at work and friends around her, friends she grew up with, were starting to get married at this point. And I'm like, you know something? 
I'm gonna pop the question. Right. I didn't want to. I wanted to do it different. Right. But what, right. what I did is that um, I put it in the refrigerator. And the first thing she was going in and out the refrigerator when she come home, ringing their box open. She's moving stuff around, getting stuff out. Still didn't say nothing. So I go to the refrigerator and look to make sure it's there. So um, I said, babe, listen, I'm going to give you a set of instructions. I said, go over and open the refrigerator door. Look in the refrigerator, and I want you to tell me if there's anything that's out of place that doesn't belong in the refrigerator. Uh, there's some milk. There's some cheese. There's some butter. She starts going crazy. <laughs> she starts going crazy. So she finally uh, found it. Huh? Yeah. So she's going yeah. crazy, and, and um, then I think that that was literally one of the last days I remember being totally happy in that particular relationship. Oh wow! So man. I ended up having uh, because we could not find the uniforms that she wanted. My mother made. Um, everybody's the bridesmaids in our uniforms, and I said, "Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just take everybody on a cruise. We got married at the um, at down in Florida. Everybody flew down to Florida. We got married in the Garden of Eden. That, and oh, I surprised her because that's what she she wanted. They had big parrots and all this other kind of stuff down there. Yeah, okay. But you know, I, I say all that to say this: we went through all that. We had the fairy tale wedding. We all went on a cruise and everything. And then the sad part to me. Is when it came down and the relationship was over. And I saved that for another podcast because I thought that, how did we get here? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> how did we get here? Yeah. I want to I wanna rewind a little bit and, uh, I don't know, just lay a couple of more things out on the table and clear a couple mm-hmm. things up, man. Me and oh, my you about wife to try, try to clean up some stuff you done said? No, no, no. No, <laughs> okay, okay. I want to I be, I want to, it's a... it's a question that I didn't answer that I want to answer. Oh, okay, clearly. bro. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Me and my wife were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. We was you got together. any pictures of y'all that you could post up on the blog? What, Back in high school? Young, when yeah, we yeah. was younger? Yeah, <laughs> like before yeah, and after? Yeah, so. uh, be sure to do that, bro. Be sure to do that. Now, now what's your reason for that? Cause I just want to see, man. I want to see. When, 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 oh, well, let me ask you this. Mm. Again, who approached who first? The Say hey, I think you hot or whatever that y'all was saying back then. Nah, nah, uh, nah, man. Uh, she she caught my eye, man. Um, so you approach her. her, okay? That's that's yeah. continuing to prove what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I, I approached her. I approached her. Um, and found and found out uh, later on in our relationship that you know she she had a thing for me, but she didn't she didn't ever approach me. Mm, I approached mm, her. Mm. Yeah. Now, and again, confirming this uh, episode, but like I said, we were, we was uh, high school sweethearts, and we was together about five and a half years before we got pregnant with with our daughter. Like I said, I, I asked her to marry me, and and again, I want to lay something out on the table, and this is solely my opinion. I don't feel that you should. Marry a woman just because you got her pregnant. And that's not the reason I, I asked my wife to marry me. Well, I agree because you would be, what is that called? You would be a bigamist if you did that. You sure would. <laughs> you sure would, man. I'm glad I'm glad you uh, acknowledged that you would be a bigamist if if you did that. <laughs> Y'all see how I ain't trying to switch my joke up over me, man. Come on. The people ain't buying that, man. Right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you good, man. Um. 
So again, I, I don't think that you shouldn't marry a woman just because you got her pregnant because, Hey man, y'all could have had a, what y'all both seen as a relationship that was going nowhere and that was toxic. And then you getting your groove on in the off hours of arguing and then boom, you got a baby on the way, but you already know that this relationship is toxic. There's no reason to marry each other because it's not, it's not going to work in the first place because it wouldn't work in. So to get that out of the way, and again, that's solely my opinion, but to oh, get no, that I, out I of the way. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on yeah. that, man. So being with her for six years, I was in it for the long haul. We were both in it for the long haul. She's a good girl. And my opinion now is a good time as any to go ahead and pop this question. Right, right. We was, you know, together 12 years before we got married. This was my thing. I'm a person, man, that, you know, working on problems is important to me. Working on problems within my relationship is important. Mm. Yeah, it's it's important because. Now, how do you approach that? Working on problems? Yeah, I mean, okay, like, let's say that um, there's a problem with, um, I don't know, let's make up something that's not. Like, like let's say your wife uh, tends to leave the laundry in the washer and dryer for a day or, or two days. And you, mm-hmm. that, that becomes a problem. How do you approach that without it becoming an argument? I don't know because I'm still trying to figure that out. My <laughs> damn self, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, can't, I wish I could answer that question. But, hey, I'm in the same boat with you, brother. I don't know. Are you? Uh, no, we ain't know. in the same boat because I tell you what happened in my house. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. But what about this, man? What about um, hmm. uh, when we was doing research for this, one of the things that that kind of stood out in my mind is about men dying sooner than women because of all the stresses that we, we, we live up under in, in our life as compared to a woman's life. Yeah. When I read the stats, uh, the stats, it is what it is. You know, it's not like... um. Just because a woman wants to say, oh, well, we live under stress too. No, we're talking about scientific study here. But it says that, um, let me see, where is it at right here? Let me, let me make sure I get it right. It says a 2016 article uh, out of Harvard Medical Blog uh, cited a major factor. 57% of people over 67 are women. There's more women at the age of 67. That's about the age men start dying off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And 67% of people, 85 are women. So you wow. see, see that gap there? I, men are falling off. We we dying like roaches in a roach motel, man. And it comes down to the. <laughs> oh like, man, yo, I love your examples, man. Like it goes on to say, why does this happen? A few factors come into play. Firstly, biology is a big factor. The frontal lobe yes. of our brains develop much slower than women, increasing the likelihood of us taking unnecessary risks. So pretty much, what, it, what the way I took it is that. Women's brains develop uh, a lot better than men's, and men are just stupid. Now, if you go back to caveman days, a man's job initially was uh, he's sitting around in the cave doing nothing. Yeah. The woman say, hey, look, we hungry. There's a buffalo. Go get it. We go out there, <laughs> uppercut that buffalo, bring it back. She cook it and feed the family with it. 
Right. And that, that's been tradition, but over some time, it's like most people, you know, you, you want to grow, you want to change some things, and women got tired of staying in the home. Women got tired. They wanted to go out and start hunting a buffalo, too. And like I said, I have no problem with that. And maybe the dynamics is different from relationship to relationship, but I think those dynamics should be clearly stated. And I think that's where we mess up at. Because we as men, we assume this is a woman's role. This is my role. Yeah. But if, it, if it's equal rights, then I, and that's what you say you want, then it got to be equal rights all across. You go on out there, get out there, cut the grass this week, I'm going to cut it next week. Right, right. Now, now, it is women out there that don't mind cutting the grass now. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, yeah. I'm saying that. I'm just talking about the ones that um want to state that they, it's, it's equal rights and then they want to back off of some stuff. Like they say, well, yeah. you, you're you supposed to hold the door open for me. Not if you complain and you want to be treated equally. No, and that's not right. the case. Yeah. Now, for me, I open the door for my woman. I love opening the door for her. I get uh, pissed off at her when she pulls up and got a car full of groceries and I see her trying to carry stuff in. Now you go right, on and, yeah. and sit down. Now let me even if we grocery shopping together, I tell you, you go on in the house. Yeah. And yeah. and I call my you know, uh eight now we we get the groceries, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or yeah. um yeah. like even when we walking down the street, I always gotta get on it. Look, you don't walk on the side that the traffic, so you walk on the other side. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I do open the doors for uh, my woman. Now granted, most of the doors are automatic and I step on a button so she can go in first. <laughs> But it's still chivalry. And you still not the door. And you still yeah. going through the motions. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and I'm a firm believer. Like, if we was in, in the bed in the middle of the night and somebody broke in the house, I'm going to get up and protect my family. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. expect my woman to get up and go protect the family, you know? No, and I, no. I think sometimes she has a problem with that. Like, uh, she'll come out there and try to help. Now, now, granted, I used to do yard work, but when you... Start getting a few dollars. You don't do stuff like that no more because it's it's a waste of your time. I, I but, like the way you put that. Can you can you say that again? When well, I remember what? I remember when you told no, me uh, uh, no, you brother, got more minute, time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You uh, asked uh, me to uh, tell uh, you. No. Either you want me to tell you or you don't. Now you told me <laughs> that, hey, bro, here was some advice. When you start because you got two and a half acres, I got like five I, feet. I don't. I got I like I got like five to, feet uh-uh. of grass. How, how, how big is your How big is your yard? I'm sorry, I got my head mixed up. I got an acre and a half, man. Get oh, it right. excuse me, an acre and a half. I got ten feet in all directions. <laughs> so it's, it's a, so, so the point being is that uh, when you told me, hey man, you got a little money now, you put in your pocket, you need to start paying somebody to do that. So I, I mean, I start. That's what I started doing. Man, you know that's a lie. But when I was doing the the, the yard, she would want to come out there and try to help, and I, I just didn't feel comfortable with that, man. Right, right. I ain't saying nothing's wrong with it. Like right. another thing, I don't let my woman don't take out the trash, man. Mm-hmm. That's a man's job. Either either myself or my son do that. Yeah. Now sometimes I now, catch I'll tell you trying to go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Finish up. Finish sometimes up. I catch you trying to carry the cans back in. And I get on her about that. Yeah, I, I I've done that. Um, I've seen my wife do that. I'm like, babe, I would have got that. Or then now the, you know, taking the trash out to the to the road. For trash pickup is my son's job. Right, right. And now, why, why wouldn't you let your daughter do it, though? See, I think we're on the same page. To 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 say this, and I think it sounds wrong to say this, man, but I'm going to say it. I, th- I think it's a man's job. Yeah, and I agree with you. Only yeah. thing, I think we agree on everything pretty much when it comes but, to 
this except let for... Me, let me throw this out okay. there, not to cut you off. If my daughter, and she will hear this podcast eventually, she would not agree with what I just said. She, would, she wouldn't agree with it. Well, see, she I see she's going to be put in one of those positions. Or is she more on the equal rights? We 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 both equal? Yes, she 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 is a, a woman can do what a man do and and all that. Because if she heard me say that taking out the trash is a, man job, a man's job, she wouldn't agree with it. Well, here's what I would like for you to find out from your daughter. If it is that case, it, yeah. when she finds that right one and she's ready to get married, is she going to buy a ring and pop the question? I know her answer to that. I think I, but I'm not, I'm not going to jump the gun and right, say right, what right, I answered right. cause I would definitely could be wrong. But cause I, so I will get that, that answer for you. Okay. I would I like that, man. Will. I would like to see where she stands on that, man. Maybe one time we can get her on an interview and get her yeah. on here. Maybe we can ask from a young lady's perspective. Yeah. But, uh, I, I think I, when it, when it comes to women and women's rights, I think you and I pretty much agree. The only thing I think you and I differ on is you say, when it comes to your wife, she should be seen and not heard. Now, I disagree with that. I there disagree with that aspect. <laughs> there you go, trying to sneak them in. Trying th- to sneak them th- in, th- man. Th- well, I'm not trying to tell your business, but you did tell me to be <laughs> honest about the discussions we had on and off yeah. the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true to the audience. This is one of his another one of uh, Timbo's specialties, made-up stories. Well, we I know you're scared. So, I, oh, you know, no, so brother. let me take it back. He did say it, but for the sake of this show, I'm going to say no, he did not. And I, I still want to be on episode six. So, man, I'm I'm pretty sure even, even with this just being the fifth episode, I'm pretty sure, man, the audience can can decipher now when Timbo is telling the truth and when he's making up one of his famous stories, man. Well, they're going to see. They're going to see. They're going to see. Like, oh, yeah. like we said. But. Well, look, man, I, w- I want to, before we go pay these bills, I want to touch on, I want to rewind again and touch on something again. Go ahead. Touch on it. We was talking about, you know, the, the woman mowing the yard and the fact that, you know, that's, uh, you know, we look at that as a man's job. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I looked at it like that, too, until we moved here, until we bought this house. Oh yeah, yeah man. What, what the house we moved from was a smaller yard, and you know, it was a, you know, I mowed with a push mower and all that, and you know, forty five minutes to an hour, I got the whole front and back knocked out. When we bought this house and moved here, acre and a half of land, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I look at it differently, man. I don't mind my wife getting on that riding lawnmower. And after uh, driving around more in the yard, buddy, I ain't, well, I ain't even gonna lie. How long have you guys lived in, on that acre and a half? Four years. Four years. Out of four years, how many times did your wife went out there and cut the grass? One, maybe two times. And and again, let's just be specific here. She didn't. She didn't cut the whole yard. So she just pretty much went and drove down one lane, made a U-turn, come back, wee, and got on <laughs> off and said, babe, that was fun, and went on in the crib. I mean, I, I give it that she did a little more than that, but okay, yeah, okay. I'd, I'd say two times she's been on that mower, and that's it. Oh, what's up, pimp? This is Chad from Stressed Out Dads. If you're a DIY dad like me, you got to have the right tool for the job. 
And my number one tool for auto repair is the Milwaukee M18 Fuel Mid-Torque Impact Wrench. Man, you gotta get one of these. The included red lithium battery delivers more power and runtime for longer use. Its Power State Brussels motor puts out up to 2,400 RPMs, delivering up to 450 foot-pounds of fastening torque and 600 foot-pounds of nut-busting torque. Worried that a job may be too much for this tool to handle? Don't. The built-in Red Link Plus technology prevents damage to the tool and battery due to overloading or overheating. It also comes with a built-in LED to illuminate your work area and also includes a carrying case, charger, and a second battery. If you want to find out more about this awesome tool, visit stressedoutdads.com forward slash Milwaukee. Welcome back to the Stressed Out Dads podcast, and we are covering problems that only men deal with. Mm-hmm. We're covering a small fraction because we could probably do another hundred episodes on problems you're right. that you're men right. deal with. And and keep in mind, something I want to let the people know is that um, everything I say is the truth and nothing but the truth. I'm, I'm gonna leave that lay right there. I'm gonna leave that lay right there. <laughs> Well, so you trying to uh, you trying to make it that your made up stories are true as well? I don't recall making up any stories. Uh, what are you referring to? Well, what are you referring to? I'm just talking about that. The research done is extensive research. You know, um, there's just discussions we have on here about who got money, who don't, who's rich or poor, all all that. Is exactly, facts. exactly what I said. Exactly what I was saying, brother. Your made-up stories. Well, the last thing I would ever want to do is confuse the listeners with the facts. So let's just go ahead. <laughs> oh, man, your wording is just so slick, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. All jokes aside, man. Um, another thing that I think that fellas are going to be feeling me on is that men suck when it comes to emotions. You know, we're, we, we're supposed to be the macho man, the, you know, the brave one in, in the light of danger yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And God forbid, like if, um, I can't think of a sad book, like the notebook. If if your wife, you and your wife watching the notebook and she's crying, she's like, oh, baby, it's so sad, this, that, blah, blah. And keep in mind, when your wife listens, I'm not picking on you, I'm just using this as an example. Mm-hmm. But if you guys watch the notebook and you start crying, like, man, this mother cuckoo, you know this thing? You yeah, know this thing? and, and it's, it's going to be the joke. It's going to be the joke when her friends come around. Oh, you cried during the notebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even if she's sitting around with her friends and they talking and she say, you know, I cried during the notebook. And I'm like, oh, girl, was it that good? Or me too? Or, you know, whatever. But if you sit around with the fellas and you say, hey, man, I was watching notebook and I start crying. Oh, they're going to clown you, man. Like, you know, I'm going to give you some real talk, man. I was watching a Korean novella with my girl. And, yo, this Korean novella, this is even including reading subtitles. It was the best novella that I ever seen in my life, man. Mm-hmm. And um, I got kind of choked up. Let me make clear. A tear didn't roll down my face like the old Native American in the commercials back in the day. A tear didn't roll down my cheek or nothing. But man, I was choked up. It was it was some good stuff. So like, you got wow. you got a little teary eyed a little bit. Nah, homin, homin, man, home, man. Don't try to ease that in there. Cho- I had the lump in the throat, man. Just like what the so you got man. a little teary eyed a little uh, bit. Quit saying teary eyed, man. That ain't what happens. <laughs> see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? See, what I'm, see how people get you try to see. I can't even tell you about my emotions without you choking. 
I'm not joking, man. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not joking. I just said, so you got a little teary-eyed a little bit, right? I felt the same way uh, your wife felt the first time y'all got naked in front of each other. <laughs> 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 oh man, you son of a gun, man. <laughs> but see, society, and, and, and check this out. Here's further proof of that for some woman to want to argue it. Uh, you got a, a son and a daughter. So, how many yeah. times have you told your son you better dry that up before uh, you better not let crowd don't I give you something to cry about or any one of those things? Oh, a whole lot of times. Now, how many times have you said that to your daughter as compared to saying it to your son? I'll wait. Um, it's it's not it's not it doesn't it's not equal. It's not exactly. Uh, My mother used to tell me that all the time. Fix your face before I give you something to cry about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yep. yeah. Man. I, I'm sure you up. got it too. Yeah, you got it too. Yeah. It, like female softball practice. Uh, my sister used to play softball. Girl get binged in the head with a softball. Everybody around there. Oh, you okay? You okay? And the whole game stopped. Yeah. Now I'm playing. I get binged in the head. Bam! I'm I'm seeing Tweety Birds and stuff. Walk yeah. it off. Walk, Walk it, it off. off. Yeah. Walk you know it off. <laughs> Walk it off. You'll be all right. It's all right. You better not cry. Yeah, Dry it up. Suck it up, yeah. buttercup. You know yeah, what I mean? Suck it <laughs> up. You all right. You all right. Yeah, man. <laughs> and man, like, do you think that's... Okay. Do you think that if a man... Or, or um, you know, just just go to a, to a boy. Mm-hmm. Do you think that when a when a boy shows his emotions or does cry, uh, that that makes him soft? But see, now I, I'm part of the stereotype because I remember my son uh, getting emotional over stuff, and I and I used to always check him on it. Yo, dry that up. You a man? You ain't supposed to be doing that. Yeah. And it, it was from bad upbringing, you know. And, and when I say bad upbringing, I'm not trying to put my parents down, man. Because I believe our parents right. did the best they could with the circumstances that they had. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't until I started becoming a teenager that I said, "Well, you know, if I knew better, I'd do better." And I started trying to educate myself on certain things. Right. But, you know, um, I have one last subject I would like to bring up that that irks me, man. Cause I, I I'm a short dude. I'm five eight, man. I'm not, you know. You know, like six two, six four, and for the record, hey, historically, man, taller than I am, I'm five six. Man, listen, bro. So you you understand my, what I'm about to say next? Then, yeah. Tall women want tall men. Short right. women want tall men. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? Yeah. So yeah. we talk so, about, but they get mad if I say, "Hey, I like a fat bottom." You know what I mean? Now yeah, it's all yeah. your womanizer shit and all big like that. You know. It's a difference, you know what I mean. And here's another thing: I said we only have one more moment to throw this one out. Here's the difference: if we as men seen a woman that we thought was, oh man, she's she's on fire, you know what I mean? She's hot. Yeah, yeah. And she was driving a car with all four wheels wobbling, smoke coming out of it, and uh, the windows wouldn't roll up. She had garbage bags on every window, including the front window. We would still ask her to go out. Sure would. Now, we got a headlight out in a Bentley. She said, oh, I would go out with him. Man. His headlight ain't even working. He ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's true. That is, sadly, that's true, man. And now, here's another one of my favorite ones that I ask women a lot. Because women always say that 
money doesn't matter in a relationship. So I asked them if your husband or man, boyfriend, whatever, worked a drive through at McDonald's, would you still go out with him? Yeah, because money don't mean that. Man, that's the biggest lie on it. And like a lot of women say, hey, size don't matter. But I grew up around all sisters. And I be I used to hide under the bed with my tape recorder and record their conversations. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Did they know that then? I got caught and got beat down, but <laughs> I got oh, away. Okay, I got away. Okay. <laughs> but I used to hear them talk. And if a woman loves you, then size doesn't matter. She will tell you that you are the greatest that she has ever had. But if she's mad at you, you are a little blankety blank, 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 blank. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's the first thing they go to. And I just think it's so, there's so many pressures on me. If a woman don't have no breasts, no butt, and a cute face, a man will still go for it. Yeah, he sure sure will. Now, let's say, ask your wife this, ask your wife this. Now, what if you think, now I'm asking your opinion, because you know your wife well enough where you can make, you can say what she would do and wouldn't do pretty much. Right, yeah. Let's say the first time you and was about to get intimate. I don't know if y'all, I'm going to say my version of it. You probably had Kenny G on. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) This joker right here. You getting undressed and you got, you you know, you got your best drawers on the one without the skid marks or holes in them or anything. Right. And uh, (laughs) you pulled out your pants and she realized that on on the hard, you got an inch and a half penis. Do you think that she would have still rolled with it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Because I asked my girl that and she said, well, yeah, because size don't matter. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't be a uh, man. Now, what would my wife say? Yeah, man? what do you think she would say, man? I think she going to spare my feelings. <laughs> I think she going to spare my feelings and tell me a bunch of lies. No, because if you tell a woman, like, if the sex is not good with a woman, and you say, hey, look, you know, I, I'm a sexual creature, but we just ain't compatible with the bed. This ain't working. Now it's bad that, oh, that's all you think's important. There's more than life and then there's sex. You know what I mean? Or at least that's the yeah. speech that I, I usually give, and that's what I get in return. My thing is that I think that if I'm going to get married, I think we should have a, a like a signing contract. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> a signing contract? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I need sex X amount of times. A week. Right. I need dinner X amount of times a week. And hot pockets do not count. <laughs> or anything you throw in a microwave does that count. Or one right. item, like, you can't just make chicken and that's dinner. Right, right. You need other stuff to go with that. Now, I will say, my wife is a cooker. You know, she enjoys oh, cooking. That she so. is. She, she, she cooks really yeah, good, she man. Is. Yeah, she's a good cook. And she, she taught you how to cook pretty good, too, from what I hear. I mean, man, I, I learned some things from her, but let's just keep it real, brother. I'm, I came out of the box knowing how to whip up a pretty good meal, man. Man, ramen noodles and beanie weenies don't really constitute a meal. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That stereotype right there, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking oh. about, man. So what is your what is your number one dish that, that your wife loves for you to make? She'd be like, oh, man, my baby throw down when it comes to this. 
And I, I wouldn't really call this a huge meal, to be honest with you. Right, um, right. Man, she likes my burgers, man. Are we still talking about food? We still talking about food. <laughs> well, I we know, still talking I know about food, man. Got yeah. some slang that, that I, I, I just I don't get all the time, you know, <laughs> funk romp and all. You know, I just I don't I don't. I got to make sure. Yeah, we that, we still talking about food, man. Yeah, you, she likes she likes my homemade burgers, man. So your wife like your yeah. burgers, huh? What, what make your yeah. burgers? You got a secret ingredient, or? I mean, I got you know I can I can whip up a pretty tasty burger, man. Yeah, whether it's, whether it's in the house or. On the grill, man. I can, you know, I can throw down some burgers. I can, you know, I can cook other other meals too. But she, she crazy about my burgers, man. Uh-huh. Let me ask a question here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. What's up? What's the favorite dish that your wife make that you could eat all the time? Uh, tea. Um. She man, she could boil. I wish she did burn water one time. One time she did boil. Man, uh, you know she gonna hear this, right? Uh, I'm trying to think, man. You know something? You know something? Um, her spaghetti sauce. Her spaghetti sauce? Yeah, I mean, because you can't really count spaghetti. Man, it's kind of hard to mess up spaghetti, which I have had crunchy spaghetti before. So I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. But most people can't mess up spaghetti. Right, right, right. Okay, so her her spaghetti. No, I said sauce. <laughs> I said sauce. Well, I just I said mean, it. why why just sauce? Because I had some good sauce with some crunchy spaghetti. So I mean that's that's just uh, uh, uh okay, okay. Uh again, you do know she gonna hear this, right? Uh no she won't. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna make sure she will, brother. Okay, okay, you can do that, man. You can do that. Yeah, that's what haters usually do. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised at all. But if it was something else I wanted to start adding on, to, if it was cool with you, I know we kind of talked about it, but we didn't decide one way or another. I would like to add on, and I'll in another podcast I'll go into more detail why I want this section. I would like to do a bootleg movie review to kind of introduce our listeners to some things that maybe they might may not have considered watching before. Okay, what you what you got in what you got on the uh, well, on the plate for the day? With this um, one coming out the gate, I wanted to come with something that was kind of unexpected, and that's a uh, Black Lightning. <laughs> it's on Netflix. I think it's like two or three episodes on there, or seasons on there. Okay, and um, the reason I, I say that right now is that. We're stressed out dads. We got dads that suffer. I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, or whatever. You listen to this. There's a lot of moments that you had where you're like, wow, I can relate to that. Yeah. And I yeah. think getting to know more about each other's culture is very important. And so I would um, try to come up with things that I would like for people to stretch and watch that you may have passed by on Netflix before. Maybe you didn't even know it was on there or what it was. Right. Okay. Now, Black, black Lightning is a black superhero and I, I think it's um, on television, and I, here's what makes me do that. When I on television, I don't think they have enough positive images of uh, African Americans, or and I don't want to get on a rant or us versus them type rant. But I just know when right. I, I was in Switzerland, um, and uh, some friends over there. This is right after American Gangster came out, and their idea of American gangsters was Denzel. They thought black guys were gangsters. You know what I mean? So right, with different cultures, right. what we show on television we have here is um, I think a lot of times we get negative images there. And mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I don't care if you're black, white, Chinese, 
uh, Dominican, whatever, give Black Lightning a chance. When I say give it a chance, I watch episodes. Oh, I don't like it. But actually, give it a chance. Yeah, give it a give it a true chance, and, and, and kind of get you know the connection that they have there, and so some even the music, the soundtrack's good, and it's um the closest between the family. Now, there's parts of it just like any other show I watch. I'm like, oh man, it's getting boring. Man, it's getting weak, man. You know what I mean? Y'all need to step it up. Yeah. So I mean, so give it a fair chance and let us know what you thought about it. And if you, let's say that you're, um, let's say Asian, for example, and you have a show that you think is pretty good, and did you, you watch? I would like to learn more about your culture, your show, what you're watching. Did you think is a good representation for your culture? Now, or if you just think it's a good movie, but watch Black Lightning, check it out. Good show, good soundtrack, superhero movie. Um, and the reason I say you should watch it, I'd rather you watch the black man on TV than the black man coming through your window. So that's what I'm saying right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying right there. Hey, I, hey, man, brother. I agree on that, hey, man. They go for me, too. But with that, <laughs> <laughs> with that said, man, I think um, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up, y'all. I appreciate y'all listening to another episode. Remember to like, comment. And share this podcast. Tell your friends and family about it. I'm your host, Chad Patterson. And I'm the co-host, Tim BV. And the BV stands for being victimized by the man. <laughs> we know who the man is, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all be safe out there. We'll check y'all on the next episode.